Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Scumbags, this is the Scummy Mummies Podcast, with your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast, it's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. That was very formal, wasn't it? Oh, oh yes. I mean, well, I've I... done it 256 times or something, I'm trying to inject some sort of new angle into it, but I'm struggling to be honest. Okay, well, you know, that, well, let's start today. Come All on. Right, All right, come on. Hello! Yes, well, I'm very excited because today's guest is Sarah Rossi, Ellie. Hello, Sarah! Hello! Hi! Hi! AKA Taming Twins. Yes, and I am very, I may, I may have been, that may have been a humdrum introduction of myself, but I'm very excited to have you on the, on the, here in my lounge, Sarah, because can we start? Sarah, you saved my Christmas. Did I? You did. So if you don't I wasn't know even Sarah. There. I know, I know, it's amazing. She's like Father Christmas. She is like Father <laughs> Christmas. She's a Father Christmas who can teach you how to cook shit that's easy and you can do in advance and that's basically why I turn to you at Christmas um, so can I just say that's the nicest intro I've ever had is it? yeah, Aww, yeah that that's lovely in your face <laughs> Def Douglas yeah <laughs> Yes. She listens to the show. She's been on that podcast. That's just a very niche call out. But exactly. anyway. So for anyone who doesn't know, you, you, you're you a... I mean, what do you like? Some people like cookery writer or chef or what, how would you describe yourself? I'm 100% not a chef. I'd love to tell you I am, but I'm not. Um, I say... It depends who I'm talking to, but I say a food writer. If it's uh, someone that I think will understand, I sometimes say a food blogger, but a lot of people look quite confused when I say that and say, what's right. a blog? Um, and now I write recipe books, so I feel like that you know once you've got a recipe book I feel like I can say I'm a food writer but what you said is true that um I try and make recipes that will make people's lives easier because I understand and they taste bloody delicious I mean that's really absolutely tasty joy giving food thank you so this was this was why why I turned to you at Christmas because again this was even before we started talking about the podcast or you know before I'd seen you'd done your book or anything but um, I was looking around for recipes and it all began with the ham recipe because you did you know you have an award winning ham recipe wow Sarah because (laughs) I won ham review on the Christmas podcast with your ham and I was like well that worked out well Mm. what else has this bird got Uh, so I ended up making that Christmas I made your Bailey's cheesecake Oh I made your Christmas wreath pavlova. I made I made savoury stuff as well. I can't remember. I made I'm your so stuffing. Honest. Your stuffing. I made all sorts. Do you know, of I feel things. so much pressure when people are making the recipes at Christmas, particularly because it is like a big event to I'm show like, people, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. On Christmas afternoon, I'm always like just having a little look at the reviews and Instagram, thinking, "Oh my goodness, I hope I've not wrecked anyone's Christmas with a." 
floppy parsnip or something. Oh, um, no, yeah. it was it was delightful. It was and you, you enjoyed the ham. Helen, you came out for the I, ham. I made the ham. Um, um, my brother runs a restaurant and um and for christmas not last year but the year before i used your ham recipe and he has a variety of friends who work in the industry so i cooked the ham for a very fancy person oh and it was loved who uh nuna mendez who oh. is a um, famous chef Amazing. and it was very loved and so we all brought dishes and Could i was you get in... a small quote for me please oh i'll, 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll, small I'll review that i'll be in touch yes and the kit but um nuno made <laughs> the potatoes with lots of cream like dauphin oh, sort of yes but you know ham i think i think ham was the did winner you still the win I, I think so we didn't have a competition i mean it yeah I, I let's say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take it definitely take it it was oh. so but um, yes, um, it's a joy to have you here. And um, and what I love, um, and I've you know your book is amazing, but your your Instagram is a daily joy. The way you talk about food and present it, you know, I I love seeing. Oh, what's she making next? And oh. the, when it comes to things like Easter and things like that, oh my god, you don't hold back. You don't hold back with the mini eggs and all the delicious things. And yeah, you know, that was the Easter recipes when I had like first success on the blog, mm. and that's when I thought, oh, this like online stuff might be quite good. Mm. Um, when was that then? When when did that all sort of start? Um, that was maybe seven, eight, eight years ago. Okay, maybe. right. Yeah, 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 so quite a long time. Now. So I've you been used- hanging around online for a while. I started blogging meaning to write about my children. That's mm. when I started at that time. And um, Hence I also, the Taming Twins name. Hence she exactly. didn't call it nice, yeah. nice Dinner or something. I no, and just to be clear, she had twins. It's not after her boobs. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought I'd write about the children. And also I thought I'd be funny, and I'm not funny. <laughs> I'd just like to say to you both, that's a lot of pressure. Well done. Um, I think I wrote like one funny post, and that was it. There was no following up. Did one funny post, and then I thought, actually... The thing I am able to do that is helping my life so much is kind of keeping everything together just about is making dinner that's not stressful that everybody will eat and doesn't take loads of like brain space and, and you can buy all the shit in a supermarket yeah, as well that's what things. i like in fact you can buy pretty much all it in like the corner shop can't yeah. you there's no there's and doesn't no going to fucking harvey nichols nobody yeah. likes kale nobody likes it yeah all of these kind of things and and i was working that out in my own life that actually having dinner on the table, whatever like chaos had ensued during the day, if I had some good home-cooked food at, without huge like, emotional or mental cost to myself, I suddenly felt like this was okay. Like mm. I'd, I'd done the day okay and tomorrow was a new day. And so I started sharing those recipes um, and, yeah, it just went from there, really. But I wasn't funny, so... Just, <laughs> food not everyone. I'm, I'm really funny myself, to be honest. I, I leave that to Ellie. But um, um, what was it like having twins in the beginning? Because, you know, we all know what it's like to have one one kid. But I, I heard the first five years of twins was really hard. And very, really very, hard. Very I said very delicately then. Yes, I feel yes. like it needs a bit more... <laughs> Ellie hard. It's fucking shit, Sarah, It was it? really... It. it was so exhausting... And also, I'd had IVF to get to that point. And so mm. it had been so difficult to get to that point that when I did have them, I felt this huge pressure all the time for every moment to be joyful. Yes. Yeah. So Obviously. grateful for these screaming, yeah. booing things. And it's not, is it? Like, no. It's just not. And the pressure was a lot. Mm. Um, I didn't have a lot of help around me or anything. It was quite lonely. 
and then I can remember really distinctly that they got to like you know for just four and they were due to go to school and it had just got easier and I remember mm. thinking oh my goodness like this is it this is what everyone talks about parenting being good and now they're gonna go to school <laughs> I've waited four years for this um so yeah it was really tough at the start and then suddenly it did get easy because all my friends were then having second baby and stuff and I was like, like coming out the other side see? yeah I was just like oh I can brush my hair again and uh yeah so I'd done it all at once so yeah. is there when you think about that when it was really shit in those early years is there anything you would like if you could go back and say to yourself or you would have found helpful if someone else had said to you at the, at the time I can remember I can remember someone saying to me when they were like very early on don't like by the time they're four or five it'll be fine and I remember looking at this woman and thinking I literally hate you right now because I've got another four years of this how am I going to get through these four years like don't ever say that to anyone don't say Mm. you've only got four years left of this this life um (laughs) so I definitely wouldn't say that to myself Um, (laughs) but what would I say to myself I think I just I I mean I just wish I'd relaxed a bit more I wish I'd realized that you know if the house was a mess and if uh, things weren't perfect and we were all in our pajamas all day, none of it mattered. Like, mm. it, would we just get through it? It'd be okay. Mm. Um, and I think, as so many of us feel, I had that real like outward pressure to perform and be doing a great job, um, which is just exhausting, isn't it? So. it? It is, and I think people do feel a sense of overwhelm every night. And I love that your book is called What's for Dinner because. I have like about five meals that I cook, which is like sausages, pizza, chicken nuggets, spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be a shock to everybody. And maybe lamb chops. And that's just on rotation. All the yeah. It's just on rotation. What a lineup. Yeah. I'd come for dinner. <laughs> is that an invite? <laughs> it's so boring though. But then, but then, yeah, when it does get to six o'clock, I'm like, I don't know if I feel like I can make something that's really interesting or, you know, out of my comfort zone. So I think, is it was that sort of one of the drivers for your for your um, book and your, what you do um, I'd like to say yes and I worked that out really quickly <laughs> but no I, I you know we were talking about like, we started online and we are yeah. all sharing stuff you kind of I don't really you have this but you kind of go through that thing where like what do people want what's going to work online mm. this is my job I've yeah. got to find something that works and for a really long time I felt like I was putting out recipes that I thought were useful and about two years ago 18 months two years ago I thought this is like really shit I'm not really enjoying this this mm. thing online isn't really working and I did I didn't, now saying it out loud it's really simple but I just asked people what they needed yeah and I just said like what are you struggling with with food which did require me to remove some of my ego <laughs> and just you know listen to what other people want and I just really said my, most of my audience are families and and people with kids and I said what is it you're struggling with what can I do to help and but honestly, I had thousands and thousands of replies and I just thought, oh, I'm, I'm on to something here. Like, this is what I need Ooh. to do. I need what to were work. the key themes? What were people after? Um, lack of time. And just what you've said, like, that's the thinking yeah. at, in the evening. Like, what I just cannot be asked to think about what I'm going to cook for dinner. And saying it out loud does seem really simple, but at the time, just no. so monumental just to really hone in on just answering the questions that people need rather than what I thought I should be making and so from that point I just changed all of my content like so the videos and stuff online just to just to focus on that like Mm. what what is this situation well we've got no time we don't want to stand at the fridge thinking eating cheese and thinking about what to like eight slices of cheese (laughs) speak for yourself yeah (laughs) 
I, I you can still do I was that. listening to you and I was going, oh, that's a real problem, isn't it? It must be a problem for a lot of people. I literally wake up thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I love even it. Even though we think about it, then you've got the other thing. So you stand at the fridge and yeah. you know, what food have I got? What will everybody eat? How much time have I got? There's like clubs and homework and other stuff. Yeah. yeah. You love a slow cooker, don't you, Sarah? I, I feel like a slow cooker meets a need of not of having yeah. dinner ready when you walk into the kitchen. That is such a lovely thing. Mm. It is like if you've had like I like a like a beanie chorizo y tomato y stewy sort of thing where you can just chuck it all in and then and just you know something you can you can have with and you like a microwave rice rice pouch I love a microwave rice pouch (laughs) a lot of people so many people ask me about cooking rice as well I'm like "Mm, you could just microwave it (laughs) 89p from Sainsbury's yeah and they're perfect every time love it are there any things that you're a snob about like my husband is a snob about Frey Bentos pies which I bloody love and I introduced do they still make those yeah. what do you mean do they still <laughs> I bought still one make those. I bought one recently Ellie for Ellie as a present she did bought you me one. did you wrap it yes <laughs> I know I put yes. it in a lovely gift bag <laughs> <laughs> she bought what me a lovely gift? one and I cooked it for my son who's never he's 11 but he's never had a Frey Bentos pie when I, mean, right. I was a student I ate them about three times a week so I made it like for, for, for him and Pete was just yeah. like still yeah, in the okay, tin okay. and Pete was like yeah if, if, if you've never seen one of these pies listener um, they are they, they literally come in a sort of flat tin about the size of a sort of side plate and you take the lid off and then you stick it in the oven and then the crust is like puffs up puff pastry thing and then underneath look my husband used this expression he's right it does look a bit like dog food but wow, it so tastes <laughs> absolutely mm. delicious well seasoned it is that meat well, well seasoned. seasoned is prey bentos is that a step too far for you sarah um i think who I doesn't will... like meat in a tin come uh, on wow uh, <laughs> pie, pie in a tin i'm gonna be honest don't think it's gonna make it into the next book but well, um mm. i i mean i you know i try most things once Good for you. My cookbook, Ten Ways with Fry Bentos Pies, is coming out <laughs> this no, autumn. Pre-order. Oh, are, there, are there any foods that you wouldn't you wouldn't eat or you wouldn't you're just like no? Um, I hate coriander. Do Does you? That count? Have you got that thing? Oh, yes, she's got, got the hand where you so, taste so of soap. Yeah. Oh no! And let me tell you, when I mention this on Instagram, people go one way or the other, and they are very aggressive about it. Really? Yeah. What? What do you mean? People tell me that I'm missing out and I'm wasting my life not eating coriander. What am I doing with it? You know. What the? And then I, someone sent me a photo that someone had a I hate coriander tattoo. That may be my next move. That's how strongly I feel. <laughs> that that's okay. You can hate. Ellie doesn't like dill. What? Oh, don't like dill. Not a big. When a I say don't like it or tarragon, I'm not a fan of. But I would eat it. Like if you if you cook okay. me dinner and it was in the food, I would just okay. eat it. Yeah, I'm um, I'm allergic to kiwi fruit, Sarah. What Thank happens? you for not laughing. Some people laugh at that. It, just... it makes my eye and my throat swell up. It's not pleasant. Uh, it's really thing. unpleasant. Yeah. So uh, kiwi fruit allergy awareness, people. It's a real thing. Seventy thousand people in the in the UK have it. Well, let's go mm. and get tattoos, both of us. After Is that this. true? Seventy thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. Kiwi. I don't, I'm just going through my archives of my brain thinking, have I ever put kiwi fruit in a recipe? And I don't know I have, so you're safe Well, you're me. not going to now, are you? <laughs> no, That's, absolutely not. Yeah, can we have a look at the book, actually, Helen? Because it's got, it's not just recipes. So we've got a shopping lists and all sorts, haven't Yes, you? that's what I thought. And so, so the whole premise of the book was that it, it's food that you can make in 30 minutes, which I think is good because it's like an episode of something. You can slap the kids in front of the television. You can actually have a bit of time. Um, yeah, and as you say, there's shopping lists at the front of the book because... When I went through this whole process of asking people what they want and what's difficult, that the thinking about the food was a big yeah. thing. And so the idea is that you can pick up the book, have a week of meals, 
planned out for you and a shopping list which you can do your online shop or take to the supermarket and be honest do your twins eat all of the food no <laughs> there i'm so that's very kind of you to say that because i i i i enjoyed i made the halloumi bake last night and it was fucking delicious um uh, but one of the children just ate the halloumi yeah. off the top and and leave and left the um and leave that's great english and left the beans but i i thought it was absolutely gorgeous. one of my like big learning curves as a parent is as i say i wish i'd gone back could go back and tell myself just don't worry so much about things but mm. the food is definitely comes under that heading because yeah the hours i spent trying to get them to eat i don't know something celery or something yeah it's like it just doesn't matter does it no. i think as long as they're fed yeah. yeah there's always some stuff left on the plate on the plate at the end of the day yeah but there's no bullshit in here there's no like oh just just mix some frozen spinach in with your mash and like the kids will just eat it they I'm won't so look at it and go it's green i'm yeah. not eating it yeah. it's green it's mm. i do try and sneak stuff in and there's yeah. like quite a lot of veg like that i try and hide it hide in things but um i mean like mine would pick out a piece of pepper from anything but my tactic is always just to keep trying and if there's some peppers left on the end of the, the, the plate at the end of the meal it's fine it's just yeah yeah keep yeah. going um i've just opened at this page pot pie in a pinch this is basically chicken pie with puff pastry what you've done there sir is that's a fray bentos pie basically isn't it there's no tin though do you think i need to well this is what i'm saying <laughs> to be honest you've, you have you've made an error with this recipe because you can just buy I've pies in a trick, tin haven't I? so maybe for the next edition yeah, probably just delete that or, t- yeah. or just write just how long replace does a fray bentos page? take to cook i think it's about 25 minutes just yeah, weighing so. them off just saying but that is ready in 30 minutes yeah but so. that's that's more than 20 25, isn't it? Okay, yeah. I'm very sorry about that. I'm trying to do one in 25 minutes. <laughs> and then, we, oh, we can have a pie off. I feel that we know who'd win. But um, yeah, I, we had the, tech, uh, the turkey tacos the other nice. night. That was lovely. Very Thank good. you very much. Uh, I've made the halloumi sausage bake as mm. well. You've made the cookies, I think, Helen. Yes, say? I made the cookies. Um, but I think the butter was too cold. And you said just divide it up into 12 balls. And they stayed balls. <laughs> so don't, make sure That's a butter. special cookery skill. That, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I once did a poo in the shape of a tennis ball and I went to the doctor because I thought I'd rip my asshole. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> my cookies would not have the same effect. <laughs> oh, can you guarantee that? <laughs> a lot of oats. Oh, yes, and very. I, I like that. You said, I'll put oats in it. It makes it vaguely healthy. Yeah. What's your favourite recipe in the book? Is there one that you make all the time or is... There's a what? There's um, a lasagna, which isn't really a lasagna. It's um, uh, one pan lasagna, so you don't layer anything. You just put the pasta into the sauce, and it cooks, and is um, yeah, like a messy lasagna. And I love that because yeah. it makes me feel really accomplished to make a lasagna on a weeknight. Yeah, in thirty, 30 minutes, minutes as yeah. well. That's oh uh, yeah. I think I was going to talk about lasagna actually because it's one of those foods that you give for love. Because yeah. like when when I first got separated, Ellie made this divine lasagna, and Pete brought it round and put it on the doorstep because it was you know it was COVID times and everything. And there is something about lasagna that feels like a very warming, love giving food. And you and obviously you talk about that in your writing as well. And what was the because your your father died a few years ago, didn't mm. he? And what was the food that you talk about that brings you close to him? <laughs> Did you see that in the intro of the book? Yeah, yeah. I wrote about it there. Um, he um, used to fry potatoes, uh, which sounds very random, but I think about these all the time. So he, I don't know where all these leftover potatoes came from. <laughs> my, my mother must have always cooked double potatoes. 
and uh, in the morning it was the only thing he cooked and in the that's morning, my dad loves a fried it? potato yeah he's, he's non-stick frying pan fried potatoes is it like a generation I don't is it a thing from the war I don't, I don't know. know I don't we're pretty so they're, like, they're pre-cooked potatoes it'd be like leftover yeah. potatoes yeah, yeah. Um, I, his wasn't a non-stick pan I don't think we'd reach that level in the 90s of because <laughs> <laughs> no tea fell um, or 80s even <laughs> if I'm honest uh, there was quite a lot of oil a big right. like, a big yeah. thick glug of oil the potatoes would be cut up they'd be fried they'd be fat splattering everywhere yeah. you know yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. mess yeah. yeah and then I can remember my mum moaning about the fat everywhere but these potatoes would come out and they were so crispy and so delicious and they'd have loads of salt on I don't. I can't actually remember what he served them with. Probably a deep fried piece of bacon or sausage or something. Yeah. Black pudding. <laughs> my dad likes. My dad just fried potato with yeah. black pudding. He says mm. I do have yeah. a good time. Yeah. But I think about. I think when I think about my dad, I think about that. Yeah. Aww. And when I see leftover potatoes in the fridge, I always think, oh, I should do some frying with those. Yeah. <laughs> Quite, yeah. And um, the other the other um, dish that you mentioned in uh, in the beginning of the book is Bernays sauce. My. N- current husband I was going to say which implies that I'm Arthway he makes the amazing Bernays sauce Mm. and um, when I met him no one had ever really cooked for me ever Mm. and to have someone take the time to make something that involves like melted butter and whisking it over a bain-marie yeah just mind-blowing that someone would take so much care to create something that was also so delicious mm. to as you've said food is love and there's those moments where someone does something that's that very meaningful for you whether it's because it's delivered at the right time or it's delivered um in a way that shows care and mm. i think yeah food is definitely that for me as well and bernays sauce still yeah ah, yeah. oh, i remember the first time I, I had an old boyfriend from australia actually called richard um, and the first time I stayed over at his house, you'll know what we're talking about. Um, he the next morning he made smoked salmon cream cheese bagels with like proper lemon and and I'd never really had that before. I was only like in my twenties, and I was like, we didn't have that sort of thing. Fancy. My house, we had fried potatoes and black pudding and fried nice. bentos pies, and um, and I was so impressed and it was so delicious. So then when I got together with Pete, this is a bit naughty, but then um, I thought I'll make him a smoked salmon and cream cheese bagel. Obviously, I didn't say you use the moves on him. Yeah, yeah. What? I stole my old boyfriend's moves from my new boyfriend. Is that morally wrong? No. No, it's No, because you're just evolving. It's like it's you're getting, evolving. That's like such you're getting a good better, at, it. better yeah. at sex. You're like, oh, I'll take that from that other yeah. thing. And then yeah, I'll use that then. Yeah. Exactly. They both... Made it your own. They both got the same vagina. Why shouldn't they have the same breakfast? That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway. <laughs> Gentleman's relish. Yes. <laughs> so I... Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Made Pete these um, this bagel, and then it became like a thing. Like mm-hmm. when, and then years and years later, he admitted to me that he didn't actually like them. <gasps> and I was like, "Why didn't you?" tell me and he was like well because we just got together and i just i knew you'd gone to effort and how long like, had you been making them at this point like well so at this point so i was like but I, this is when i just made him one and he was like oh this is lovely and then he like confessed that he didn't used to like them and i was like what are you talking about and he's like no i like them now i grew to love them mm. over time and i was like well i feel like this is a metaphor for how i feel about you <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it now. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> so, have you, have you ever pretended to like something to impress? Can we talk about the, the grapefruit, Helen? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We can. <laughs> What's that? What, who's done what with the oh, grapefruit? Ellie and I went to, a, we went to a nice breakfast. We were meeting with a, with a charity many years ago. And we went to the Wolseley, which is nice. one of my favourite places. And and I got sort of overwhelmed. I mean, they have they have beautiful Bernay sauce. They have hollandaise sauce. They have all the lovely breakfasts you could choose from. And what did I choose, Sarah? Oh, no. Half a grapefruit. Why? Why? <laughs> Why did so we're sitting there with these lovely charity people with this like, business breakfast. We've just met these people. And then like I'm looking at her and I'm looking at this grapefruit going, I've never seen her eat a grapefruit in my life. Like I've never been to a house and there's some grapefruit. What is she doing? And then you sort of poked at it. Oh, did, it God. Have, did it have a cherry on top? I feel like that's no. how I remember grapefruit being served. No, because that was it was it was the eighties. That yeah. was the eighties diet food, wasn't it? Was it And it was you'd sometimes get it as a starter. Mm. If you were at a fancy restaurant, you'd have a half a grapefruit with a cherry. But we found out recently it mucks with people's heart medication. Your father yeah. can't have one. He can't have grapefruit. It's, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that would be the did breakfast. Did you eat it? Yes, very slowly. <laughs> How was your face? <laughs> <laughs> but now every time we go out and there's grapefruit on the menu, Ellie, we're like, mm, grapefruit. <laughs> your your favorite. Favorite. Is there any time when a grapefruit has a redeeming quality? Um, oh, in a in a drink, I do oh, like yeah. you know um, Paloma in a, a Paloma, a Paloma, yeah, Paloma cocktails are oh, yes. delicious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, if you were, if you were dating someone, Sarah, like you 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 mm. are making me an offer. Yeah. <laughs> What, what what what's a what's a what's a meal that you would entice someone in? Oh, that's how do you a show you how would you because you the Bernays sauce was obviously made made you all a flutter. Yeah, yeah, it did. What would you what would you serve as a as a sexy dinner? Someone said, don't ever choose spaghetti bolognese because it'll end up all over your face. So you need oh. a, a need a need a, a dinner. Nigella that... talks a lot about making a carbonara though and taking it back to bed, which oh. I always find slightly disgusting. I'm always a bit like, oh, that's, that's a bit cream. No, that's egg no in my bed. No. No. no from me. No. She no. writes about it beautifully, but I'm like, mm. Mm. it's yeah, no. Carbonara is something you'd have a few months into a relationship where you don't mind a bit of. Yeah, I think know. I think I'd make something that you have to <laughs> you have to make with your hands. Like a taco or a fajita. I feel like oh. that can tell you a lot about a man <laughs> or a woman, in fact. Yes. How you're going to. Toad in oh. the hole. <laughs> nice, nice. But how are you going to like construct it and then. Oh, I'm doing yes. a lot of hand movements. Yeah. Now, yes. <laughs> oh, I like that. So, so more of a tapasy sort of thing. 
Yes. Can, I think you can tell a lot about a person. Yeah, if they were really neat yeah. and a bit too tidy, I'd feel like I wouldn't trust them. Yeah, oh. I w- and I think... I still love a date night for one. I had one at the weekend because Pete Damn. was away. Yeah, mm. yeah. So so uh, Pete's also allergic and he is allergic to shellfish. Like it makes him violently mm. ill. And I made myself just for me, but I, I made a full size one. I did not cut down the recipe. I made a proper fish pie. Oh. With like actual, obviously fish, but actual prawns and like double cream. And I put hard boiled eggs in it and... Oh parsley yes oh my god if i say myself it was sexy it was a sexy time eggs and my other no with coriander so i'm very sorry i mean not that you're inviting me on your solo date <laughs> but it's a no from me. no hard-boiled eggs absolutely oh, oh. oh really is it all eggs or just what? no it's just hard-boiled because my question to you is why would you want to eat something that smells like a fart like literally <laughs> why would you choose to put that in your mouth um ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、ああ、
um, which is what, you boil you recipe? boil. Okay, so you boil the spaghetti, right? It's Tuscan originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. yes, <clears throat> yeah. Stanley Tucci raves about this. <laughs> He's been in touch actually. Um, yes. So what you do is you get a, a large, um, you know, like a Pyrex bowl, and yeah. just line it with um, the plasticest cheese you can, like two or three wow. slices. Boil up the pasta. Wow. And then pop it in, and then you mix it very quickly. Mm. So it's like like a so any, like a cheese slice um, carbonara. Is there any seasoning or no? You no. don't need it because okay. there's so much salt and deliciousness in Orangeness. the. Yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange. And it's creamy. And then if you want to be fancy, a bit of pesto. Ooh, but that's my that's my comfort food. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to make any notes on that one. <laughs> so creamy. I'm going to make. I'm going to make a video and I'll tag you in it. Going. This is the food that Tammy Twins won't eat. Do you know what I'm laughing? But actually, I make. I don't know why I'm laughing because I make uh, cream cheese pasta and people online love it and so do I. Which Tell me about that, Sarah. It's pasta with cream cheese. So is that it? Fuck That's you. It. Yeah, no, there you go. Oh. I need to. I think it was the layering underneath the pasta that threw me because it's like a whole other process. No, you it? just get cheese. Well, chuck cheese slices in a bowl, but then, but then you want the emulsification and a little oh, bit of past, pasta okay. water yeah. and then there you go. so delicious. I like a pasta oh. with blue cheese. So again, just oh, pasta, nice. but then a big slice of butter and a load of blue cheese mixed in if you're feeling fancy chuck some spinach don't, don't even cook it chuck some spinach in chuck some walnuts in we used to eat it in Edinburgh didn't we oh that was so but, uh, good are you, you Marmite are you Marmite fans yes yeah. we had like pasta butter and Marmite no I've yes. read about it many yeah. times and I'm is it, is it's it? making me dribble a bit thinking about it oh. <laughs> so we like a Marmite fry Marmite deep fried chips obviously yeah. and uh, Marmite and cheese they do oh, them at the world's most pub the Ivy House in Nunhead yeah. so yeah get down there well the awesome. Marmite's just drizzled on them it's sort of mixed, mixed in, isn't it? It's yeah. like tossed in Marmite. I don't know how she I does know what it. I'm doing myself tonight. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. You're welcome. So um, tell us about your next book then, Sarah. So you've got this one, which was, which is a Sunday Times bestseller. Is yeah, that, was it yeah, not? It was. Very, very good. Amazing. Um, this book's called What's for Dinner and the next one is called What's for Dinner in One Pot and every recipe is cooked in one pot. So... Uh, I tried to simplify cheese slice pasta there you go mate actually you could get in yeah yeah well I could have a guest appearance (laughs) (laughs) don't patronise me (laughs) Uh, everything is cooked in one pan so on a baking sheet uh, in a a pan on the hob or in a slow cooker awesome and I really tried to make it so that they were complete meals um, because again when I listen to what people struggle with with dinner it is not only time and thinking about food but you know that that all the washing up and the processes and having that five different pans is too stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, Chuck worked it very hard to try and make it complete meals in a pot or a slow cooker. How do you feel about a rice cooker, Sarah? Not for me. I'm oh. sorry. Why, what? Is this something I need? Love a rice cooker. Do you? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. The rice comes out perfect every time. And more to the point, which I found useful, you, again, you just chuck it in. So, mm. yes, you measure the water in the rice, but you just throw it in. Um, and sometimes I put coconut milk or stock in or whatever. And then um, the point is it cooks and then it just sits there for like hours and hours so like you can do it earlier in the day if you've got people and then you just have it or if people I feel like that's more, quite a commitment of, of work surface space for rice well yeah. I have got actually I've got the tea fowl one right which is a five in one machine so it's Ooh. a slow cooker okay and a steamer although I can't be asked for that and uh, it makes rice and it makes porridge which I've made in it nice. and again keeps it warm is right. the point and I can't mm. remember what else it does tell me yeah. about that amazing rice you made me last Monday we had honey chicken you, I came over for lunch and you made that beautiful rice with onion in it. 
Oh. And stock. Oh, yeah, that's in the tea fowl. Yeah, that is just, um, yeah, just rice um, and a bit of onion. I can't be bothered to fry it. A bit of garlic. Can't be bothered to fry it. Uh, and uh, half a tin of coconut milk and some stock. Chicken oh. stock cube stock. Yeah. Canor stock cubes. We know yes. are the best ones. They are the best. Uh, and and that's it. And you put it in the rice cooker and then you can go away so for, for literally hours. Tasty. And it's, it's good. Ooh. Telling oh. you, mate. I've just changed your life. You're welcome. Thank you so much. That'll be my next book. <laughs> book number three, rice cooker book. What is your, what's your favourite kitchen gadget? I like a little chopper. Oh, oh do you? A mini, a mini chopper, a mini food processor, because I'm very lazy. A little chopping. Zzz, yeah. It does your nuts, does your herbs. 100%. Like, who can be bothered to be chopping in a weeknight? And no. I feel like that. I feel like that is worth the space versus the output. What's your favourite kitchen, kitchen gadget, Helen? Kitchen. <sighs> I... <laughs> Love my Magi Mix. It's a fucking beast. Yeah. It, it is so solid. I can't break it. I've broken my fucking Nutra Ninja, so I can't. Mm. I can't be thin anymore. Apparently, I can't <laughs> drink a smoothie. Yeah. No, I love my Magi Mix, and I um <clears throat> today I made you a lemon slice, which oh, is an Australian nice classic in the Magi Mix, and it took me about four minutes. Did it? Was, it? Yeah, it was super quick. Well, there we go. Well, look, should we do some scummy mummy confessions? What do you think? Yes, let's <coughs> do that. Sarah, will you will you kick us off? Um. I, I feel like mine is niche because like, food is my life. Yeah. Um, and this is like an actual confession, but we eat a lot of fish fingers, and I know fish fingers are your thing. Yeah, yeah. We basically invented I them. Ate, I had ten for the dinner the other night. Did you? <laughs> Just, no, no, no. I ate the whole box. I love that. Oh, um, I didn't even have any vegetables. <laughs> Couldn't be fucked. My, so when I'm testing the recipes... I don't know what happens to me, but we have got a lot of food. I give a lot of food away when we've tested it. But something happens to me at the end of the day where I do... There is nothing I would I less like to eat than my own food because I've been in the kitchen all day. So fish fingers always my go-to. When I was testing the my second book, which I've just been doing, at one point we had a whole freezer drawer full of fish fingers, <laughs> which I feel like might be excessive, especially for a food blogger. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what they were like, my comfort food at that time, because I don't want to eat my own food. And so we had fish fingers in every... Guys, you could have fish finger taco. You had a fish finger taco. It's a dream. No. Oh, a fish it's finger in a taco. Bloody good. Um, in a in a mini tortilla. Yeah. Yeah. Fish finger trifle. Ah. Have you had fish finger katsu? No, that's a dream. Great yeah, idea, yeah. curry because I'd made a sauce for work. I was like, I can just about stomach the sauce. Can I have it over some fish fingers. So I feel like my and a patch rice. Yeah, patch yeah, exactly. Yeah. My current. Uh, there's a lot from when they were younger, but my current uh, scummy secret, which people certainly wouldn't expect from a food blogger is my love for fish fingers oh I love it um Helen have you got a confession oh I, I thought I'd do a food related okay, one nice. um so <clears throat> my my son has just got into making burgers right and I said oh well, let's get you know like the burger shaper from Amazon where you can get like a hundred yeah. papers and it's like a press mm. anyway I thought this is good he's making food anyway um <laughs> so I wasn't I was you know being a single parent I was just trying to like do everything at once and I said oh here's the burger press and I thought he would work it out right and he would wash it before he used it nice but he didn't he just took it out of the packet and then what he did he put the mince directly onto the hot pan and then just got the press and was just like pressing it down, not putting it in to make a round thing melted plastic burger yes And, and then I was like it's fine it's, it's like 100% fine absolutely, absolutely I mean it's cooked quite hot and he was using a press inappropriately oh, it hadn't been washed but then oh. he was he was he was trying his best I think if you've got your son making burgers that's a win yeah. I don't think yeah. you should question too much around the hygiene or anything else <laughs> you're still here fine. 
Exactly. It's fine. It was just a very finger. Yeah, it was just a stretch. Oh, I just want to ask with the fish finger. It says 12 minutes, but I always do 18. I like it extra crispy, so it's almost like a biscuit. I like it so crispy that it's almost like a little bit dry. Yes, 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 yes. And a bite. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and almost a firm corner. All the breadcrumbs fall off as well, don't they? I don't mind a bit of sog. Oh, you're all flaccid. I like that with pastry as well. I like it when it's a little bit I like it when it's shrunk a bit. It's turned at the corner. Yeah, so good. Overcooked, even. You can pick them up. Yes, not, yes. Not be floppy. I'm no, no, like, I like a firm, <laughs> firm <laughs> one. Oh, sorry. Mm, hello. Very aroused now. Um, so my big son, he quite likes cooking. He's quite into it, mainly because he watches a lot of TikTok. So he's a curtain that's trending. That? But my little son, he sort of doesn't mind it, like baking cookies and stuff, but um, he's not been that interested. But just last night, he said to me, Mummy, will you teach me to cook? Again, probably he's probably seen it on YouTube. <laughs> but then you go, okay, what do you want to cook? And he's like, biscuits. And I'm like, no, that's just cookies in another form. But okay. And I said, all right, let's, let's, we watched Jamie Oliver because he did this, his meals for a pound thing, which I think is really yeah. catchy. Um, and I was, he was making meatballs and Joe loves meatballs. So I was like, brilliant, we'll watch this and that'll inspire him. We watch it and Joe's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And Jamie makes the meatballs and he cuts up the pepper and he cuts up the green pepper and he cuts up the onion and he puts it all on the skewers and I was like there you are Joe see we could do that we could do that together and he's like um yeah I want to do that but I'm going to do the meatballs but with no onion I was like okay and he's like and also no red pepper mm-hmm. and no green pepper mm-hmm. and I was like so what you're saying is we're just going to make meatballs and put them on a stick and he was like yep <laughs> and I was like Okay, that's what I'm doing. Is that creative? Just taking things away. Um, (laughs) Sure, it is. Yeah, I mean, I took everything away just to eat fish fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. so that's what we'll be eating for the rest of the week. Meat on a stick. Meat on a stick. Yeah, love that. Why not? Call it a kebab, then you're fine. It's no worse than meat in a tin, is it? No, that is true. Oh, excellent. So your brilliant book, Sarah, What's for Dinner, is out now. And when's the new one coming out? The new one is available to pre-order now and comes out uh, on the 28th of September. Oh, Lots exciting. of slow cooker recipes ready for like back to school time as well. Oh, will your ham be in that book? No, it's not. Ham, ham's a bit Christmassy, although I do make it all year. I think you should but... do a yeah. Christmas book. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. love a Christmas cookbook. Imagine that. I could spend all year eating oh. ham and... <laughs> Christmas food. Oh, oh my I god, that. I love Christmas food. And yeah. Oh. Excellent. Um, we're on tour, everybody. Why don't you come and see our comedy show? Yes, we're we're going up and down the country, um, hopefully to a town near you. Um, you can get tickets from scummymummies.com and all the tour details are there. The shop's still around, Ellie. It's still open, I think. Yeah, yeah. You can buy you can buy a t shirt or a mug or, or something yeah. else that's I can't even remember what else is in there. Candles, I forgot we did. Yes, candles, we do yeah. do a candle, which is very nice. Yeah. Um how about you, Sarah? Do you have any merchandise that's unpopular? Like us? <laughs> We've got towels that nobody buys. It's really great. <laughs> I think my pie in a tin book might be unpopular. Ah oh, yes. Very, very popular. <laughs> excellent, yes. excellent. I'd buy it. Yeah. Uh, and where oh, can people one find you? Done. Uh, they can find me everywhere at Taming Twins. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Well there we go. Thank you so much for coming thank on the you podcast. So much for having me. Excellent. And thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye! My husband claims he has an allergy to parsley. So he claims... I know, right? So he claims that um, fresh fresh parsley... So it's fine with it cooked in a sauce or something. But if you sprinkle fresh parsley garnish or in a salad, then he says it makes his mouth tingle. Is that him now? Hang on. Oh, it's probably <laughs> your father. Your father likes to, to, to <laughs> podcast bomb. Sorry.
Is oh, hello. I want to hear about the tingling parsley. This is Sarah. Hi. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah's nice from Taming you. Twins. You know, the oh, lovely recipe book lady. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. You made the hot pot the other day. Did you? Yes. You, oh, because I was here and Ellie was shouting. I'm going to reconsider my parsley choices in future. For okay. Me. Did you hear what we were just saying about the parsley? Well, no, but you just described it as an affectation, so I can get the gist <laughs> from that. <laughs> How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> if it, it helps, Sarah's a little, uh, she doesn't like coriander. Do you feel better? Devil's weed. Yeah, well, and the cucumber. I mean, the oh, devil's vegetable. Like Just look at the shape really? of it. You what? Know. I know, it doesn't taste of anything. How can you not like it? It's so it, fresh. Yeah. It's it tastes of cucumber. Why would they make moisturiser and all sorts of things? You don't eat moisturisers. Scented and flavoured as cucumber if it didn't taste He does make a reasonable point now. Oh, but what about in a... Why don't you marry him then? That's Vicky. No, because I love cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh. you, Peter. Right, see you later. I'm off to oh. Nando's. Oh. oh, nice. Treat yourself. Lovely. Remember to say no parsley. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.